This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotato.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. I'm Casey Lynch. (laughs) And I'm Casey. Let's go through all the dumb shit he said at the beginning of these podcasts. I'm just kidding, it'll take take a while. Uh, Casey is missing again this week. Uh, He's really fucking slacking off. Yeah. Um, But we are just trudging ahead, you know? Show must go on. Yeah. Got to give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. More beer for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need to split our beers with Casey. Uh, today we are talking about Person of Interest. This is an older show from yes. 2011 on CBS. And we're talking about it for two reasons. One is because we had a request from a listener, yep. John, on our Facebook page, who also has a podcast called Captain Game Show. Um, have you listened to that one? I don't think I've listened to it yet, John. I've, li- I've listened to it a bunch. Bunch. It's 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 really funny. Yeah. Okay. He he I'll is the titular Captain Game Show. Okay. And they just do different trivia games and like fun improv stuff, and it's just like a goofy fun. Oh, he has, fun. Like, he has like two or three guests on every every week. Um, so check out Captain Game Show if you haven't already. You can find it on Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. Cool. I will check that out. Um, the second reason is because our co-host Elizabeth Lynch was an extra in this pilot i was in the pilot yeah um well in well in quotes <laughs> in, i was there that day of shooting i worked my ass off and my feet really hurt but i did not make it <laughs> you do not see me like when we got to that scene and i remember when i watched it i'm pretty sure i watched this you know when it came out and I think I just fast forwarded to that scene because yeah. I didn't remember anything about this pilot. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, I was standing right there. It was like every single shot they used, they used the angle that I wasn't in. <laughs> so I don't know what that says about me, but it was a big scene in like Central Park. So <laughs> there were lots and lots of us. Yeah. So I'll try not to take it personally, <laughs> but uh, I, you don't even see like a limb of oh. mine. <laughs> I pointed out at a woman and Elizabeth was like, that's not me. <laughs> um, no. So I guess for you as an extra, this didn't like stand out being like the pilot episode of something or did you like feel a different energy from it? No. I mean, I think I just knew that it was the pilot. Like we knew it was the pilot when we were shooting it. Right. But like we had no context for it and we were just like in one scene. So it didn't feel like. Yeah. It didn't feel like anything. It was just... Yeah. Uh, even, even like, I couldn't even tell, like, oh, like, they're really getting into their character. Like, <laughs> I heard... Like, I was very close to them. I could hear, like, them, you know, they're walking right by me, saying the lines, uh, I think, when they were talking about September 11th. And, like, I remember that line over and over again, but it made no sense to me. Uh, no context. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, let's give it some context, shall we? All right, let's do it. <laughs> uh, so the pilot starts with really, really cheesy narration 
over a couple in bed together. Uh, the protagonist, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Something really cheesy. And then it like turns and he says like, blah, 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 until it's all taken away. And then it cuts to him as yeah. the dirtiest bum you can imagine. It looked, it looked ridiculous. It was. <laughs> it, it looked really stupid, like a fake costume. I mean, yeah, it was like literally imagine the dirtiest thing you can imagine. Like he has like this. He was wearing a wig. He has this insane, greasy, matted wig and beard, like long, like unkept, like greasy beard, like dirty, ripped clothes. Yeah. Like just a caricature of a homeless person yeah. in New York. Um, like you looked at it and you were like, oh, I know what that guy looks like underneath because it didn't look real. Right. Right. Yeah. And like when I first saw it, like I said, I didn't remember anything about this show because I literally, whatever it was, eight years ago. Yeah. Fast forwarded to the scene that I was supposed to be in. <laughs> Where he's and I, clean shaven. Right. And, <laughs> and I looked at it and I was like. Oh, I think I know who that guy is. Like, it, <laughs> he didn't, because it looks so fake and so stupid. Yeah. Uh, so he's on the subway, and this group of like uh, young jerky guys are there. They like get into like a little thing with like some yeah. other young guys, and they're talking about like getting new guns for whatever gang they're in or like yeah. whatever organization they're with. And like just being real stupid and brazen about it. Like, yeah. in the subway. Right. And so they like, grab his little whiskey bottle away from him and they start like fucking around with him um and then they really threaten him and he absolutely beats all of their asses yeah. and like breaks one of the guy's arms and just kicks the shit out of all of them and then they're all at the police station after this incident including the uh the bum right who, who will later later find out is reese yeah is the guy's name and so eventually a lawyer shows up and leaves with reese just as this detective, played by Taraji P. Henson. I liked her in this. Yeah, she was good. I thought she was good. She's uh, downstairs finding out that his fingerprints have been found at like 14 major crime scenes. Like unsolved crimes. The bum? Yeah. Yeah, Reese's okay. fingerprints. She, you know, she offers him a cup of water, he takes it, and then she takes it to bring down to the uh, lab. The old cup trick. The old cup trick. We've seen it a couple times recently. <laughs> Um, so the lawyer brings him outside just as this detective is like rushing out trying to catch him, but he gets into this car with like some goons and is taken to Mr. Finch who has a job offer for Reese. Mm -hmm. Uh, he somehow has this list of pe people that he is very confident will be involved in a violent crime in the very near future, like murder, kidnapping. He doesn't know what or how or on what end they are. Like if they're doing the violence or if they're, you know, getting attacked, um, but he points out this woman, Diane Hans Hansen, who's at the top of his list. So, like, she's she's going to be involved in something very soon. Yeah. Um, so, of course, Reese is like, oh, you're like a crazy rich guy who's either super bored or like you have some weird infatuation with this woman. Right. Like, that's yeah. your ex-wife or. Right. right. Yeah. Or that's yeah. your ex-wife. Or like, what was the other thing he said? Or like, you, you like step behind her on the escalator. One time and yeah. like smell yeah. their hair or something. Yeah. Like, you just are infatuated um, with her. So. He's in a hotel shaving, and when he wakes up, his hands are, or one of his hands is, like, strapped to the bedpost. Yeah. And Finch's voice... So he basically, like, tried to, like, I think he tried to shave... My impression was he was trying to do that so that they wouldn't find him again. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, he was, like, disguising himself by, like, clean shaving, but then yeah. they just kidnapped him anyway. Right. <laughs> and he wakes up in a hotel. Um, 
And Finch's voice is asking, what would you do if you could actually hear one of these people being murdered? And all of a sudden, this woman is like screaming yeah. from the other room. And so he like uh, breaks a mirror and like grabs a piece of glass and like cuts off the, the hand restraints and like just throws himself through this door. And of course, on the other side, it's a recording of yeah, a woman screaming. Recording. And Finch is and sitting Finch there. Is there. Oh, a woman was murdered here three years ago. Blah, blah, blah. You were too late on this one. Um, but after they talk for a couple more minutes, he finally convinces Reese to help him. And they start to research this Diane Hansen woman. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else besides that sigh? <laughs> just. I don't know. I just felt like that whole thing was like so dramatic. Like, oh, yeah, you were you were three years late on this one. It's like, <laughs> how can you possibly stop every crime? Like, it, it just seems so absurd to me. Yeah. Well, he this said the whole concept is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. And I'm not bitter that I didn't make it in. <laughs> I just think it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, they talk a little bit about like the system that he's using later. But I know at some point he mentions He's not trying to stop like crimes of passion because like there's no way you can really predict those. He's trying to stop like premeditated things. But how do you even pre- like? I don't understand how this works. Well, and he like explains the machine. Do we get to that part yet? Where he explains no. how? Oh, okay. No, we don't. We don't All, right. To it. All right. All right. Then I'll wait. So we find out that Diane Hansen is a district attorney, and they basically like but they follow her like like. They're like seven feet behind her <laughs> as times. they're talking about her. Yeah. And she doesn't notice. And he's there like all the time. Like like at one point she walks by him and he like ducks behind a pillar in the courthouse. In the, yeah, the courthouse. I'm like, <laughs> you she definitely just saw you. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, and then he's like, oh, yeah, she's a district attorney. So there could be like hundreds of people after her. But I boiled it down to two. Like right, right away. Of course. <laughs> It's either the guy that she's currently prosecuting for murder, Leonard Pope, or it's one of her colleagues, some guy who's divorced and like had a fling with her, but like she has been blowing him off lately. Right. So Reese is listening in on like all of her interactions. Uh, She goes and talks to Pope in prison, trying to figure out who he's protecting because she figured out that he didn't commit these murders. And she knows he has a brother, Michael, and Reese hears this. So he tries to get to the brother first. Um, and like tries to explain it to him, but like Michael is just running away because right. he's afraid people are after him. Right. So he stashes a phone in his backpack, and so they track Michael, and they see that Michael is abducted, and so we like see him in the back of a car. He's being held at gunpoint. Some dude is like saying how he's going to kill him in a second. Um, Which like, <laughs> but hold on. all right, go ahead. So Reese gets out of a cab like a couple blocks from where this car is, and he pulls this mask down over his face, like a black ski mask. And steps out into the middle of the street with, <laughs> like, some kind of grenade launcher, like a concussion grenade or something. I don't know what the fuck it was. But as the car's approaching, he, like, shoots this thing through the windshield of the car. And the car, like, spins out as he, like, very calmly just takes one step back. And the car, like, barely avoids him. It right. was so ridiculous. It was one of the most dramatic scenes we've seen in a long time. It's like... I know that that's what these shows are, but it was just like, it's so contrived. (laughs) Like, all right, well, I'll just, uh, I'm just going to drop this cell phone in his bag and then we'll catch, like, the fact that anything happened, like, he also could have just, like, gone home and, like, nothing happened. It's just like, (laughs) it's just so stupid. Yeah. 
And it was so far fetched. I, I, I was gonna mention this later. It was very fast paced, like I, I was glad it wasn't slow paced, but it was like like you said, like Unless Finch was talking. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, I, dro- I dropped this phone in the bag, and now he's been abducted. Oh, now this right. happens. Oh, now exactly. We're- yeah. Um, so the car crashes into another car. People get out, and he shoots them all in the leg because he doesn't like guns, which is so stupid. Like, that's been used a million times. Right, of course. Um, and he pulls a badge off one of them, so he realizes that they're actually crooked cops. Um, and later he finds out, at some point, that they're stealing money and drugs from these drug busts. And then they're killing everyone and framing criminals for it so they can keep the money and drugs. Mm-hmm. Now, Finch talks about this surveillance system that he built after 9-11. Right. Because also in between everything, we see that like the way they like kind of cut to scenes or like fade in and out. Yeah. Are like everything that like, kind of pulls back to like a surveillance, like surveillance footage. Yeah. Of the city. And you can kind of like get this idea that there's like basically cameras everywhere watching our every move. Right. All the time. Which there are. <laughs> um, and so he built this system and it sorts everyone into or a- any of these potential issues into relevant or irrelevant relevant being like a mass murder a terrorist attack something that's going to affect a lot of people um and irre- irrelevant as in like one person is going to kill one person like just kind of like a blip right. on the, a blip on like the radar of humanity basically right. um so Finch is like either in hiding or he faked his own death or something. I don't know what it right, was. Right, because people think he's dead. Yeah. Um, but he said he built himself a back door into the system. So now he can access only the social security numbers of the irrelevant category. But I don't understand. How is it predicting anything? My guess is, I'm sure they're going to explain this later, or I would hope so. It's taking all of this information from like countless cameras and recording devices and everything else. It's looking at every single person's emails and texts and everything. And some algorithm is telling them that like this person is planning something or there's some tension building here, or this person person is in some dangerous situation because of X, Y, Z. I don't know. It's going to be something weird like that. And then, and then it just kind of like shoots out a social security number for him. And then he researches that. Sounds like a lot of fucking work for like, not like there's no way you're going to save everybody. Like, I don't understand. I just don't understand this. point. I'm sure that his wife or someone he loved died because they were put in the irrelevant category that was completely ignored by him and everybody else in the system Mm -hmm. that was watching this. And so now he's like, oh, God, I I need to save these people. They're not they're not irrelevant. It's going to be something like that. Okay. All right. Still. I still think it's really fucking dumb. <laughs> so Lawrence Pope um, is stabbed to death in prison. And so Reese and Finch think like, oh, Diane's next. Like they're going to go after her and right. kill her. And so they follow her to this meetup. Or Reese follows her anyway, where a bunch of these crooked cops show up. And Reese is about to jump in. But then Diane reveals she's the one that had Pope killed. Right. And she's basically running the whole thing. And these crooked cops are just like her underlings. Um, Which is like, oh, man, we knew she was involved, but we just assumed that she was the one that was, like, going to get in trouble, like, going to be the victim. Yeah. And, like, I I won't even say, like, oh, I predicted that she was going to be the bad guy. Because, like, I didn't even care enough to think of that. But I also wasn't, like, surprised by it. Like, it wasn't, like, an exciting reveal. No, it wasn't. You it know? was, like, very boring. It was, like, very, it was a boring it was very reveal. underwhelming. <laughs> Reese gets jumped. 
um, from behind and he wakes up in the back of this cop car and he tells the cop like listen th- this particular cop he saw talking to diane once like had a, a little argument in the courthouse yeah and so he tells the cop like listen i know you're loyal but i know you also don't really want to be doing this you're not in it for the money but since now i know everything i'm gonna have to use you to do whatever mm-hmm. um also you guys are dumb because you didn't search me and i have another pulse grenade in my pocket so he like pulls out this grenade throws it into the front of the car i don't even know how this I thing hate, worked like there's I no way f- shows like this <laughs> this is so stupid he's like this ex-military guy who like has all these skills in the world could like you know kill someone with like one punch and like but hates that about himself and and hates killing but like also is like very fucking prepared to kill anybody <laughs> and has grenades in his pockets at all times like this yeah. it's stupid <laughs> um, so somehow this car flips over reese kicks out the back window and then like the cop slowly gets out and he's like oh are you wearing your vest and the cop says yeah and he shoots him a bunch of times in the back um i guess so nobody suspects that he like just let reese go right that reese escaped so reese and finch hear that diane wants her colleague dead now because he's been snooping around uh, this guy we- wheeler right wheeler wheeler that was it the one that that they suspected the one like they thought had a crush on her or whatever Yes, at some point earlier on, Reese sees him snooping around and he's like, oh shit, this is the guy. That's the other thing. It's like, I, I, they're like surveilling these people, like always following them. And it's like, oh, I I hate this about shows too. It's like when someone, unless you're like, how do you get in the building across the street from the office building? You have a perfect view (laughs) of her office, like... How, how did you get into that apartment up there? Like, or this happened to be a band. I hate stuff like that. It's so stupid. <laughs> Unless you're a cop and you can secure it. Like, who's this nobody? I mean, yeah. And he's it, like, okay, it's about to happen now. We better go. Because he can, like, see into the office. It's just, I'm not describing it well. I'm aware of that. It's no, just I know like, what you're talking about. I'm, it's stupid. I'm sure it does not happen that often, but I'm sure it does happen. Like, if you, like are a spy or working for some high government agency high level government agency you can probably do all this shit perhaps if the show was better and like less contrived and stupid maybe it wouldn't bother me as much that he happened to be in like you know the office building across from her her office yeah so the crooked cops go to wheeler's place to uh kill him and they like have some ex-con hostage with them like they're gonna kill him too and frame him for it but Reese intercepts them, of course. Oh, and also, <laughs> just just to make sure we think these cops are really, really evil, the guy's, like, coming out of his apartment with his kid, and somebody, like, radios it down to, like, the really bad cop, and he's like, oh, shit, his kid's with him. He's like, oh, well, we'll have to kill him, too. Yeah. Like, come on. He's yeah. just, like, a pure fucking demon now. Right. Like, he's going to kill this little kid. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> so This whole scene was dumb. Yeah, so Reese, like shoots one cop oh well, first the first the little kid drops his ball and it like rolls across the floor and like reese steps on it and the kid like gets it and leaves and like no one suspects anything weird's going on um then reshoots the one cop in the leg lets a third cop like leave with him and like drags him out as stills is holding this ex-con hostage um and then we go to an outside view and we see like a bunch of muzzle flashes and in the next scene reese is in the back seat of the cop car from the cop from earlier that mm-hmm. he was like, Oh, I'm going to have to use you. And he's like, Hey, 
Stills is in the trunk. You're gonna have to drive him out to Oyster Bay and dump his body, basically. So, yeah. so he killed that one cop. But they can't show that because it's CBS. Right. Um, Diane is in court now, uh, and she's attempting to play a tape of like some new suspect. Right. So she plays the tape, but instead it's her calling for the hit on her colleague and admitting to the Pope murder. This I actually kind of liked this. <laughs> this was really good. And it was also stupid. Like how how did he make that switch? It's so dumb. I was just gonna say that. Like if you thought the other stuff was contrived, this is ridiculous. I just liked that she was like, Oh fuck. Like yeah, all yeah. these people heard it. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's sitting right there. Yeah. So she's boned. Yeah. And then the last thing we see is Reese listening in as the detective from earlier is arresting the other crooked cops and she's trying to get more information on this mystery man that keeps popping up and like taking out all these bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was the pilot to person of interest. Now I want to say right off the bat, especially because one of our listeners probably likes the show. I was literally just thinking that. I was like, <laughs> Oh God, I made us now. <laughs> uh, well, I, well, I did not like this pilot, um, but I did a little bit of research today this lasted for five seasons. Yeah. And it's very highly rated. Yeah. I, I don't I don't get it based off of this pilot, but there must be something. Like, it must get really good or something. Well, some of the sites that I looked on, and again, like every single time, there's a caveat. Who knows what Rotten Tomatoes is worth? Right. But wherever I saw ratings, season one was like rated pretty mediocre and crappy, and like there was a lot of criticism around it two through five were rated like super high really everywhere two through five were rated super high so maybe it just took them a year and they figured it all out i mean like lots of praise for the later seasons like it became this really interesting subversive spy thriller with like this like really solid template for like a procedural but had this cool serial storyline going through about like the overarching machine of uh finch yeah um so i don't know i I thought, like, when it ended, like, I laughed because I was like, how did, like, just, it, I just thought it was funny thinking of somebody coming up for the, with the idea for this show because the machine <laughs> just, like, made no sense to me. And he kept calling it the machine, which is, like, not a machine. And then, like, they show, like, the, the room where all of the, like, Oh, yeah, all the servers, servers are, storing, like, every piece of information. And I was just like, where the fuck is, where is this? <laughs> That probably exists somewhere. Right. But like, uh, where, like, I, I, I didn't understand the connection because he's not connected <laughs> to anybody. It didn't make any sense to me at all. I was like, oh, there's just this room. Like, how is he getting the information? I don't understand. Because he built it and he built a backdoor into it. Like, he knows the coding of it. That's his room? No, it's not his room. You don't need to be physically in a location to access information. I just don't understand where this information is like going or coming from. You're lucky Casey's not here. I wrote in my notes. <laughs> hold on. Let me read this sentence. I don't understand this, this machine or how it works. Casey and Bill will understand it and make fun of me. <laughs> I think you were hearing the word machine and yeah. thinking a little bit too literally about like what machine are they talking about? Right. I think perhaps. it's more of just like a general idea of this whole complex system of things that was going on. Yeah. I just didn't... <laughs> Oh, also, in case anybody's wondering, in case anyone's really wondering, the scene that I was in was when they, when he was, like, explaining what the machine was. Yeah. When they were, like, walking through Central Park. Yeah. And so, 
I don't know if the pilot was so bad because I wasn't in it. <laughs> that must have been it. <laughs> or because I was connected with it at all. I don't know. Season one <laughs> would have been much more highly reviewed if you had only made... <laughs> if, if your only arm had, had been in one right. of those scenes. <laughs> yeah. So I mentioned the procedural thing before. It's just so funny. A lot of these CBS shows, like they start off introducing Reese and two minutes into the pilot of this show, mm-hmm. they are like starting the procedural aspect of it. Like... Hey, here's your first job. Diane Hansen. Right. Get to it. Like, dude, like we just met this character. Slow right. down for a second. Um, I I didn't. The pacing was just too fast in spots. The Finch stuff was slow. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the worst pacing wise, but like the characters were so shallow. Yeah. Everything was just so overly dramatic. Like even for one of these network dramas, it was overly dramatic. When he stepped, when he pulled that ski mask down and stepped into the middle of the road with that grenade launcher, it's like, Why did he this is like a that? scene from fucking Batman or some yeah. superhero show. Like, he's just that good. He stole all those guns from those punks. Did you talk about that? I didn't even talk about that. Oh, okay. He goes back. He like, Another just ridiculous yeah, scene. Because he remembers hearing that these punks are going to buy some new guns. So he looks them up somehow and finds out where the buy is and he goes in and shoots all of them in the leg too because he doesn't right. like to use guns to kill but people. they don't know it's that that he was that they were a dick to him because now he's clean shaven and doesn't right. look like a bum anymore. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, um I mean, obviously this does get a second season and a third and a fourth and a fifth. Right. Um it was canceled after 5 and it was a shortened fifth season. So, I don't know if I guess ratings were a little bit lower or what was going on. When did it end? 2016. Oh, okay. Um, but at least, at least critically people, people really liked the, the later seasons. Yeah. So, so I, I would not recommend this pilot unless, unless the premise really, really sounds attractive to you. And then I would say maybe try it and stick around for the later seasons. Cause it seems yeah. to get better. Um, but th- the pilot was not that well done. Yeah. I didn't love it. I mean, although I'll always like kind of feel like, oh, like anytime I hear person of interest, I'm like, oh, because <laughs> I it was like one of my first, first things that I did. Yeah. Um, not that it, not that it counted for much because nobody could see me. But um, if anyone's interested in like what being an extra is like, it's just like a really, really long day. You don't make any money. I mean, I got paid, but did you make like fifty bucks? No, it's like it was like I th- I can't remember how they used to like rate it out, but it's like whatever the because I wasn't union, so I think it was like eight for ten or something like that. I don't remember how they did it. Basically, I made like eighty dollars. Oh, okay. And I worked ten hours, but I was also like going into the city like early in the morning right so i'm like i like basically lost money like bringing like a suitcase of like clothes because they're like oh you need to have like dress like this certain way like they want you dressed a certain way and then you like show your clothes to them and of course like i think this was like the first thing i was ever like an extra on yeah and i was like well i'm supposed to be dressed like nice business casual and i think that i was like asked to come in like as a like a like a teacher or something i don't know i wore heels <laughs> I brought heels. A teacher? I don't... I, I like It said, like, dress business casual, and I was going to... But I didn't actually end up, like, being a teacher. Like, right. That, it, anyway. Um, but literally, all all we did... And we were walking in Central Park. 
Yeah. So it was like 10 hours. Like we got carted on a bus <laughs> from like wherever we were. We got like carted on a bus there. And then we just like stood on our feet and they would be like, okay, like reset. And so we just like basically just like walked like five miles in Central Park back and forth over like, oh you know, God. like 10 feet. It was like a long day. And finally we got back on the bus and my feet were hurting so bad. And they were like, oh, we're looking for like, who's, who's the, like the teacher. Cause they were going to shoot the scene with the kids. And I think they were like in the tunnel. Like there are a bunch of kids that ran by and they're walking through a tunnel. Like it was completely dark in the shadows. Oh. And you can't like even see who does. And I was just like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and I didn't say anything. And some, oh other, and some other girl was like, oh, I'll do it. They're like, okay. And I brought her. Was she in it? I mean, like in the shadows of the oh, park. Elizabeth, I you could have been in the pilot's person interest. I can't even tell you how <laughs> painful, like how much my feet hurt. Like I just wasn't prepared. And it's funny because like I learned a lot that day where I was like, oh, okay, like extras are like. Garbage people. Yeah. Like it just doesn't <laughs> matter. And there are all these people who are like. Like this one woman I remember that day was like, well, my agent got me this job. And everyone's like, why are you giving someone 10% of your You're giving them $8. money today? Like, you don't need an agent oh my to gosh. get on an, like to be an extra. And it was like, but pe- but people like, I rem- maybe some, from some other things that I did extra work on, people get really serious about it. Like, yo, I have to, I got to be there. Are you, are you going to be at this one? I mean, these people would do it like every fucking day. Yeah. And I was like, this is exhausting. Like, it wasn't, it was cool to do it. And I think, like, if you could ever do it, you should. Yeah. For, like, once or twice. But it wasn't that fun. <laughs> it's not that fun. Um, all right. Anything else to say about person of interest? Mm, nope. What did, what did you think about the main characters? Like, I, I, I thought their characters were poor, but, like, did you think the actors were okay? I guess so. Yeah. It was pretty... I, I found it to be, like, pretty boring. So I'm, like, really intrigued yeah. by the fact that it got, like, rated. So like, it must have really turned around because I didn't find them, like, very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is proof that if you recommend shows to us, we might actually watch them. Yeah. So... Sorry if we don't like them. It's like not a promise that we're going to like them. So we really hope that we did not insult you. Uh, email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com if you have suggestions on shows for us to watch. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at trialbypilot. And go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, leave us a review and a five-star rating. And thank you to The Beats for providing our theme music. Until next time, everybody, and Casey might be back for the next yeah. one. Yeah, you can Sorry. follow him on Instagram at AKCLynch. Oh, ah, I'm going to cut that. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television.